God's been dealing with me. Actually, what was it, last week or two weeks ago, it just came up in my spirit about some things I've taught over the years that he's actually dealt with me uh, to just continue to teach on, become more skilled in, and to emphasize in my own ministry. And, and also, of course, we've written a healing book and what have you. So what I'm talking about really is the, the healing anointing. And really, so that people understand the difference between faith in God's word and the anointing. And even endowments of the spirit. And uh, the different gifts of the spirit, which within a ministry office, like a pastor, you you know, you got apostle, prophet, pastor, you know, evangelist, teacher. And within their, uh, we call them gifts, right? A pastor is a gift. But within their office, within that gift office, are gifts of the spirit or you could say endowments of the spirit and one of those endowments is not actually a gift of the spirit but it is the tangible healing anointing and uh, dad Hagen learned that from the Lord Jesus himself and you can read his book on the healing anointing I really really encourage you to read that Um, I'd really encourage you to uh, get a hold of he gave gifts to men because it, under, it explains the different endowments that go with the different ministry offices many times. Now understand that each minister is a teacher and preacher of the word first, right? And this is my message, by the way. I just wanted to let you know. So uh, is a preacher and teacher of the word first. But then there are gifts within those offices that help them to minister to the body of Christ. Now Jesus said something to Dad Hagen that really got me to going and you know studying along this line more. Uh, and I, I tried to look for it, so I don't want to misquote it. So if, I, if I do, I will come back and correct myself. But it was something along the lines of, I gave the church gifts of healings, uh, not to heal the church, but to heal the world. Yes. You understand? That doesn't mean, and what is gifts of healings? Well, it's one of the gifts of the Spirit in 1 John chapter 12. And gifts of healings is anything that has to do with a body part uh, that needs healing or wholeness, you understand? And you can have different, uh, uh, we've got three of the power gifts there. Well, what are the power gifts, Pastor Debbie? Well, I'll tell you. You know, you got nine gifts of the Spirit, and you got three utterance gifts, you got three power gifts, and then you got three revelation gifts. And in the power gifts, you got gifts of healings, which is a gift of the Spirit for a person and it would have to do with the healing or wholeness of any part of the body okay all right and then you've got uh working of miracles and what is that well it's an intervention in the natural course of nature so maybe somebody doesn't have a body part you need a miracle right or it could be in another area other than healing but if you've got it working with gifts of healings it would be a miracle of healing all right. So many times in the Bible you see miracles, but also you see a couple different, sometimes two, three gifts of the Spirit. You can even have special faith along with that, and that's the other power gift, special faith. That's believing out beyond your saving faith. You know, the faith that you have in your spirit is a seed that grows as you read the Word and confess the Word. Well, this is a special faith, particularly for a ministry gift. Now, it can come on a lay person, you understand, but more generally, it's going to come within an office of a ministry gift. And uh, because, you know, there are people out there that, that God will come on them to believe for things that is out beyond their faith, and that doesn't have to be a minister. So you can have gifts of the Spirit that operate, but that doesn't all of a sudden mean you're a minister. You understand? Um, It just means you're hungry. It means that you're led by the Spirit. It means God came on you for a particular reason because (laughs) you needed that, right? Uh, So anyway, just stay hot for God and fervent in prayer. And hey, if the gift of the Spirit comes, go with it. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can even lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You don't need an endowment of healing to minister to the sick. You know, we predominantly send Ann or I myself would go or Pastor Jay or uh, somebody in the congregation uh, that would have a tangible healing anointing to the hospital. Maybe somebody's dealing with a sickness. Generally, we will send somebody that has an anointing and we are not praying for them. What's the difference? Well, 
I'll, I'll tell you, we'll, we'll teach a little along that line. What's the difference between prayer for the sick and ministry to the sick? Ministry to the sick is actually yielding to that tangible healing, annoying, uh, not annoying, <laughs> but anointing, right? That's an endowment within a gift, a ministry gift office. And not every minister operates with the tangible healing anointing. You understand? Um, uh, Dad Hagen, well, really, Dr. Frank talked about Lester Summerall. Dr. Lester Summerall, he operated a lot in the authority of the believer, just speaking. And he operated in special faith, commanding devils to get at him. And that takes special faith. And that takes a discerning of spirits and or, this is what the Lord taught Dad Hagen, a word of knowledge. Discerning of spirit, word of knowledge that, that you know, you can't just go casting devils out of everybody. Yeah, you've got to have a witness of the Spirit to do so. All right. And he would operate in that, but uh, he would make fun of Dad Hagen. Well, he's, you know, uh, under the anointing and almost falling down. Oh, he's making that up. Well, no, no, uh, no, he would And, you know, they were friends, you know, so don't, he wasn't trying to put him down. But I'm just saying that Dr. Dufresne was sharing that with us, and he was saying because he didn't operate in that tangible anointing and that tangible anointing can actually when it goes out of you it can drain you physically you understand dad Hagen would say sometimes i just had to stop ministering to the sick and sometimes just minister by faith because i just was drained or have somebody else minister well that was all free okay why don't you bow your head for a minute father we thank you for this wonderful night and we thank you for uh the ability by your spirit to minister the word of God and, and to flow with what the Holy Spirit wants in the service for each and every one of us. Lord, not what we want, but what you want. That you would make my mouth as the pen of a ready writer writing on the hearts of these men and women and young people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So anyway, a couple weeks ago, the Lord dealt with me about ministering more on the healing anointing. As I went to the uh, Bible school, we, we taught more on that here at our Bible school. But as I went to the Bible school at World Harvest, and I believe I'll be going back this fall, um, many times I will teach several days on that. And I have time to go over and go more in depth. And I, I use the healing anointing book by Dad Hagen quite a bit. I use my own book. And I'd really encourage uh, to get the Divine Healing and Health for Today book that uh, I wrote. The first 10 chapters are more chapters on different subjects that will build your faith. For just believing God, praying in faith. But then the end of the book, and it's after the pictures, and as a matter of fact, I don't, if you have it, Katie usually brings hers and she follows me when I go to my book. But I am going to be going to the book here. Um, here we go. So you may say, well, why are you reading a book? I thought you were being led by the Spirit. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being led by the Spirit. And if I didn't, you know, if I didn't mean to use the book, I wouldn't have wrote it. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. So I want to read a few things here. That's all right with you. Uh, at one time or another, and, and, we're, and we're going over part one, laying on of hands ministry, the special healing anointing. All right, but we're going to talk about today, and we're going to try to keep it as simple as possible. Yes, we've taught on these things, but we have new people, and we need to hear it again and again and again, because faith comes by and hearing and hearing. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, we've got the seed of faith inside of us. Inherent in our spirit is faith, is joy. You know, it's the life of God within us. Whatever you need, peace is inside of your spirit. And you draw from that. And it will grow as you use it. How do I use it? Well, I'm glad you asked. You use it by speaking your faith and by acting on what the Spirit of God tells you to do. If, and we've said this often. If you're laying in your bed at 12 o'clock, okay, we'll put it up to 2. Maybe you, maybe you didn't go to bed until really late, okay? We'll put it up to late. If you're laying in your bed at 2 o'clock in the afternoon um, and you're dealing with symptoms, the Spirit of God may say to you, you need to get up and act on your faith. Or he may say, you need to rest because you haven't been getting enough rest. You, you understand how you've got to be led? 
by that. So don't go around telling other people what they need to do. But let's just teach people, let the word get so strong inside of you that it's going to bounce you out of that bed. Let the word get so strong inside of you and you're praising and worshiping God and you're thanking God and you're turning on Pastor Jay and listening to him and, and, and like, a, you know, Dad Hagen and, and Charles Cabot, you know, of course, Pastor Nancy, she's our pastor and, and Dr. Hagen was our uh, spiritual father for years. You know, you've got Dr. Dufresne and, and, and you're listening and, you know, and of course, uh, that person, remember Pastor Debbie Everly. <laughs> Got some really good teaching out there along these subjects. So you might be laying in that bed and you need some word. Well, there you go. Get on YouTube or, you know, go to the vault or whatever. Get your CDs. Get, dust those CDs off. And get your flash drive and get going. Amen? And let it minister to you. So let's read something. At one time or another, many believers may have heard about, watched, or attended a church meeting where the pastor or minister laid hands on the sick, and although this is a valid ministry, they may not have been taught how to honor or receive this type of healing ministry. All right, let's go on down. Uh, furthermore, numerous believers have not received teaching on how to simply pray the prayer of faith and draw on the anointing with them by asking the Father or by claiming healing in the name of Jesus. And we're going to talk about that in a minute and make it very simple for you. If we don't make it simple, then it's hard. Is that simple? That is why we have taken time to emphasize receiving by our own faith in most of the chapters of this book. We don't need, now listen to this, and I'm not reading this because I'm trying to bring correction. You know, if the shoe fits, wear it if you need correction, but we've just got to bring out principles that maybe we got to look at because sometimes we've got to tweak things. We can get off here or there, so let's look at this. We don't need to wait for a church service with somebody who has a special anointing to minister to the sick to lay hands on us in order to be healed. But that doesn't mean it's wrong to have those with special anointings. If it was wrong, we wouldn't be pastoring here, you know? Uh, we wouldn't be uh, necessarily, I, I say advertising, but I, I guess I would say we wouldn't be teaching and, and, and letting you know that we have an endowment to minister by the laying on of hands through that tangible healing anointing. We wouldn't be talking about the endowments that we have uh, of gifts of healings. And in, in my respect, well, I'll, I'll say Pastor Jay first, um, he said the Lord dealt with him here recently to, to, uh, about the lumps and the bumps and the and growths. Um, also, we know Pastor Jay is used in autoimmune disease, you know, cancer, which actually is more of an autoimmune, you understand? Um, bones, so arthritic condition, you know, this, this type of thing. And then with myself, there's the physiological, which, which deals with special faith. Many times something that is not there in the brain or the physiological brain. So you got a couple different. You've got the healing miracle with special faith which, with giling, he, uh, gifts of healings. There's three things involved there. I didn't give that to myself. The Lord, for some years, I've been ministering to people along that line. And many times I've seen it as a progressive thing. Uh, remember Jesus uh, ministered to the man and he, he, he saw uh, men as trees and then he, you know, he laid hands. Was that the one that he spit into the mud and put it into his eyes and then he saw him in his trees and then he ministered to him? Yeah, again, and sometimes the Lord has dealt with me. Now, when we minister to somebody a second or a third or fourth time, the first time we got faith about it. Yeah. The second, third, or fourth time, it was just a matter of being led by the Spirit and following impartations. So there are times when I will lay hands on somebody again, but I'm not saying, Lord, I ask you to minister to them. Uh, I mean, I am. He ministered to them. But we have already taught them to receive their healing by faith and then to receive impartations of the anointing. 
Now, back in healing school, uh, we would teach all week long on uh, receiving by faith. And then on Thursday, we would uh, teach more on the anointing and lay hands on people. And we would tell them, now, you're already in faith. That's great. That's wonderful. You've been here all week. Sometimes they just were there for the day, so they needed to know what faith was and how to receive. Sometimes they were coming up for the first time. But many times people had already believed they received, already got into the scriptures because we taught about it, already had light and revelation that I either go to the Father and ask in Jesus' name or, but, or I just claim. I speak to that mountain and tell it to move. Sickness and disease, I, 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 I tell it to go. And then from there, what do you do? You just keep thanking God. Like Abraham, he gave glory to God, right? Uh, so that's what we would do. And then on Thursday, we would also teach them that we have a, a ministry anointing, and we're going to minister to you by that anointing. And uh, you're already in faith. That's fine. But just take the impartation. So we see that often in church services, and we don't always have time to teach on these things or whatever, so I'm not trying to overcorrect anybody or whatever. It's just sometimes that people don't understand. You're not coming up here and asking again. There was one minister, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, uh, there was one minister that said, if you've prayed about something eight times, you, you've prayed seven times too many. Okay? So we don't need to pray again. We need to know who we are in Christ, get in the scriptures, believe that we receive healing, wholeness, strength, whatever we need. And sometimes maybe people uh, have heard for the first time, so they are coming up and they are believing they receive healing, but they're also receiving from that tangible anointing. Does that make sense? And you may say, well, you ministered to them last week, and then a guest speaker came, and they went up, and they ministered to them, and then I noticed that another guest speaker came, or, you know, and, or I noticed that you laid hands on them. Uh, did they not get something the first time? Well, that's a good question. You see, I, I, I look at these things, and I ask the Lord, show me in the Word, because we don't want to get off in things, right? And so we believe that we receive. We teach people how to use their faith. We teach them what the prayer of faith is. But we also teach them that there is a ministry anointing that we can administer to them. And as the Spirit leads, we, we step out in that, right? And we teach people, you can come up if you have not released your faith just for healing in general. Come up, release your faith, but receive the anointing. Amen. Receive the anointing. And go your way thanking God, I am healed. And that's why you've got to, you've got to teach them how to keep it. Right. Remember Jesus ministered to those uh, ten lepers? Or is it nine? Ten. ten. Thank you. And uh, anyway, so... And they were healed as they went. And they needed to just continue thanking God. Of course, only one came back. And, you know, where were the other nine? Uh, but anyway, they were healed as they went. In other words, go your way thanking God that that anointing went in me. And I'm healed and whole. Or maybe you're going your way. You know, Lord, I've already believed that I've received. I've already been in the word about this. I've been thanking God for this. I've been, I've been on it. For, for weeks now. I'm just going up because I have a leading that there's an impartation, there's an endowment on that minister, and I just have a sense that I'm supposed to go up and partake of that endowment. Now, again, we have to realize that if we will bring people to the church... If we will bring young people, if we will bring people that don't understand these things, they'll be coming up for the first time, and that anointing can go into them. And many times we can get things for them that we ourselves may have to stand on in faith. I'm not going to tell you you have to stand in faith for two years. It doesn't take that long. I'm saying you've got to understand that you are already the healed of the Lord. But sometimes we've got things to work with, and that's between you and the Lord. Just get in the Word. Uh, just meditate on who you are in Christ. What do you mean who you are in Christ? Well, in redemption. 
which means we've been delivered. We've been saved. We have predominantly, we've been forgiven, right? We receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We've been forgiven. Uh, we, we, the old man is passed away, and behold, we become new creatures in Christ. The Spirit of Christ lives within us, and we are forgiven. The primary sin was not receiving Jesus. It wasn't when we sinned back in 1949. All right? So from that time, you're washed clean, and we've been forgiven. So we've been redeemed. We've been forgiven. Uh, so we've been redeemed from spiritual death. That's number one. And number two, we've been redeemed from sickness and disease. And number three, we've been redeemed from what? Poverty and lack. So know who you are in Christ. Know you've been redeemed. You've been delivered from whatever the enemy throws at you. And we're just talking about those three predominant areas that, that cover uh, things for you. Amen? Amen. I want to read something here. Actually, if you'll go with me in Acts chapter 4. Is this all right? Yes. Acts chapter 4. And remember Peter and John. And they were jailed. And they prayed for them. So... John, uh, no, I didn't say John, I, I said Peter and John, but Acts chapter 4, verse 23. It says in verse 23, Being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. And let's go on down here. Part of their prayer in verse 29 was, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. So the word is first. The teaching and preaching of the word should be first. Anybody say amen. And in verse 30, By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. So we believe in signs and wonders. We believe in the miraculous intervention into natural things. We believe for healings. Uh, we believe for wholeness. What I mean wholeness? Well, body parts that need to become whole again. That they're not working properly and they, they need wholeness. Amen. And when, in verse 31, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. And there's something about being filled with the Holy Ghost that gives you a boldness, and actually uh, that Holy Ghost within you comes out and pours over you. And Dad Hagen, especially for ministry gifts, talks about ministers who, who are not filled with the Spirit, not being able to function in the gifts of the Spirit. But those who get filled with the Holy Ghost, that anointing comes on them, and then they flow on in to their gifts in that ministry office. And God's able to add things to them that they wouldn't... It's kind of like being in a river. If you don't jump in, you're not going to get wet. And there are things in that river, you know, some skills and things you got to learn how to swim and navigate and what, what have you. And ministers need to become skilled and learn how to navigate and, 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 and get things by the Spirit of God. But you can't flow with what you, do, with what you don't have. So when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost, God's able to bring you into the fullness of those things. Now Jesus was anointed with the Spirit without measure in John 3, 3.34. Uh, ministers, again, what are we talking about? The fivefold minister, ministry? Lay people can sometimes have gifts of the Spirit that operate through them. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, though. But we're talking predominantly about the fivefold ministry, and you got the apostle, you know, the prophet, the pastor, the evangelist, the teacher, and different ministry gifts primarily that are in 1 Corinthians 12, the nine gifts of the Spirit in those three groups, the utterance, the power, and the revelation. But then you also have the tangible healing anointing, which is a separate endowment. And that's what Dad Hagen was taught by the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what I see in the Word. We see that over and over and over again. All right? So there are miracles. There are signs. There are wonders. What's a miracle? Anything that, uh, that couldn't happen before and happened, now it's a miracle. <laughs> if God brought it. A healing miracles, whatever you needed in your body that wasn't there, that wasn't working. 
Now you have it. Healing is a process. So when, you know, and God can speed up the process. Did you know your body can heal itself? The body is amazing. God made amazing. But what I'm saying is you can learn to tune into the power of God and start confessing the word of God. Get in the word about healing and health and start confessing it over yourself and start acting on what the spirit is telling you to act on. And not only will your body regenerate itself if you're doing the right things, eating the right things, taking the right supplements, whatever. Okay. But the Holy Ghost can speed it up. And he can make things work even when you messed it up. And he can bring things that you didn't have before. If you need a kidney, guess what? He's got kidneys. Where's he got kidneys? Where? I don't know. Somewhere. All I know is we believe that we receive and it comes out of the, the supernatural power of God. It comes out of the realm of the spirit into the realm of the natural. Amen. We talked about, you know, Dr. Jacobs. Angels know where to get body parts. Does it always come from an angel? I don't know. All I know is if you need a miracle and you believe that you receive it, guess what? Whether it comes through an angel or whatever, it's the power. Don't get all caught up in that. But I tell you what. Since I've listened to Dr. Jacobs, I've changed my confession. And what I say before I go to a service is, Father, I allow the angels of God to work. As I have revelation, I will send them and to do whatever I need them to do. And I commission my angels out all the time. Don't get me wrong. But... Every service I go into now, I'm, I'm predominantly every service. Did I do that this afternoon? Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lord. The angels of God, we allow them to work for us and through us. And we allow the power of God to work for us and through us. So we know there's angelic ministry. We know that the power of God is involved. So don't get all caught up in whether it's an angel or whatever. Okay? But I do believe that as we hear the word of God and understand that angels, what we've heard, they want to work with us. And, and they're servants for us. Now, I commission them out all the time for prosperity reasons. And, uh, but, but I say, Lord, in the healing and wholeness of my own body, I thank you. I'm, I'm protected. I'm kept. I've got a healing covenant. If, you, you know, if an angel needs to do something, I, I, I allow that. Amen. If he gives me more specific re, uh, uh, revelation of that, then I will commission that angel to do whatever he gives me specific revelation. If I don't have specific revelation, I just thank God for the healing power of God that's working in me and for me. Amen? So let's, uh, let's allow the angels of God to do what God has formed them to do. And we're learning more about that, aren't we? Amen. And that's part of the reason Dr. Jacobs, that's his uh, in emphasis on his ministry. So let's get revelation of what he's telling us and start allowing the angels to work and get specific revelation on what we need to send them to go out and do. Not just prosperity, but other areas of our life. Now, uh, I've many times, and you've seen me ministry here. You've seen uh, me sometimes minister. I know at Pastor Hernandez Church, oftentimes God will deal with me um, that there's angels working. Now, I believe they're working with me all the time. Yes, I have a personal angel. I believe that. And, but I have angels that are working with me in the healing ministry. And I'm understanding and I'm asking God for more revelation. So we need men like Dr. Jacobs to be teaching and ministering on these things so that we can become more skilled in this. Uh, we know that if an angel comes and, and gives, and we know and we have a witness of the Spirit, then, then they're working with somebody. There are times I've been in a healing line, and I'm just laying hands on people through that tangible healing anointing, but there are times the Lord will stop me, and he'll show me, okay, I want you to maybe lay hands on them or maybe pat their back like that, and, and, but then I'll stand back and, and let God work because an angel is working with that person. Yeah. Well, did you see them? I've never seen an angel. I'll be honest with you. 
and I haven't asked God to see an angel. If he wants to show me an angel, that's perfectly fine. But you know what? I have the leading of the Spirit. And I have a leading of the Spirit, or you could even say a word of knowledge, that the angel is working in specific areas of that person's body. And I just go with that, and, and I'm, I'm learning. I'm growing. I would appreciate your prayers along that line for the spirit of revelation and uh, wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, that we would know the hope of his calling. And, you know, that we need to understand. We would know the height, the length, the width, the depth with all the saints. We would be filled up to all the fullness of God. Ministers need to become more skilled. Now, uh, a lot of people don't teach on the endowments. Most people don't even know what an endowment is. It's a miraculous faculty. It's an anointing. So we've went over different things like the gifts of the Spirit. They're endowments. And we've talked about ministry gifts, or what do we say? The apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. You know, evangelist, teacher. And within their offices, many times you see the nine gifts of the Spirit, certain ones for certain offices. You see in the prophet's office, uh, many times discerning of spirits or a word of knowledge operating or the word of wisdom. And Dad Hagen said that he, at least two of those would need to operate. Yeah. That's what Jesus taught him. And you can read that, and he gave gifts to men. Yeah. I'd really highly encourage you because the church doesn't many times understand what is being ministered, so they don't always know how to receive. Or sometimes it's hit and miss. Well, maybe I go up there, you know, and I'll hit it this time. We should never be in a service to where it's hit and miss, and we just go up there, and okay, maybe the power of God will, will help me. No, 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 no. See, we have to teach people. That if you're going forward, that you better be in faith. And you need to know what you're believing for. You need to know. If you're coming forward, somebody called out, okay, I'm getting a word of knowledge, people with bones or whatever. Or they might just say, this is an endowment on my life. And that's perfectly scriptural. You know, call people up and minister to that area. Well, I went forward maybe last week for that. And I've been thanking God, and, and I know he's working in me. Just follow, follow your heart. What's the Spirit saying to you? Do you need to go up? You don't need to go up and ask again. You just need to go up and in, in, uh, partake of the impartation. And that's what we taught people back in the healing school. You don't need to come up and pray again or receive the anointing and just get in faith again. But you need to be in faith that impartations are continually flowing in you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with having so many wonderful ministers, believing God for revelation, believing God for uh, just uh, the, the gifts of the Spirit like they prayed there in Acts 4, because we pray that way, don't we? That he would stretch forth his hand to heal and that signs and wonders would be wrought in the mighty name of Jesus. And we are believing God in revival that we see miraculous things, and we've been seeing that. But let's understand, first and foremost, the church has to have a handle on the prayer of faith. Yes. Speaking to the mountain by faith. Yes. Walking every day by faith. Yes. Speaking that I have a supply. Speaking that I'm the healed of the Lord. I did not get healed last week when he laid hands on me. I have been healed since I became a child of God. I don't have to wait for somebody who has a special anointing, even that I have. I don't have to wait for that. But I tell you what, if God is leading me and directing me, I want you to go forward and partake from the anointing, from that ministry. And the corporate anointing is charged in this place, and the anointing is here, and you go forth and you partake of it. And then you go back to your seat and you still have pain. What do you do? Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. You're not a man that you should lie. You're not dangling something in front of me. You're not, okay, I gotta, oh, all right. Apollos didn't hit it, now Barnabas didn't hit it. We gotta go for, we gotta wait for Paul. Paul's coming next week. There's a scripture along that line, you know. In 1 Corinthians, what is it, 2, 3 there? Amen. All right, let's go back to my book. I need a drink. How about you? I think they made me some tea. So good. All right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Whew. I have good utterance tonight. God is good. God is good. Like in the ministry of Jesus, there are ministers today who are endowed, equipped, furnished, gifted with this type of anointing to minister to the sick, diseased, lame, and hurting. We're talking about the tangible healing anointing. So in part one of this chapter, again, right after the pictures, um, you can go to that chapter, we will see how Jesus ministered to, endowed, or equipped his disciples with a special anointing to impart, heal, make whole, and drive out evil spirits to those who believe. So his disciples were called in the ministry, the fivefold ministry, and they uh, were, he imparted to them power to heal the sick and to drive out devils, and that was a tangible healing anointing. All right? Now, there were gifts of the Spirit that came uh, to their life also. But anyway, we won't quite get into that. But I will, I want to go, and then part two of that uh, chapter, uh, we'll see that there is a difference between the special anointing to minister healing and praying the prayer of faith. And we've been talking about that, right? Yeah. But yet, uh, we must be recipients to believe we receive, whether it is an impartation of the anointing or just the prayer of faith. We still receive by faith, you understand? All right. Remember there uh, when Jesus said he spoke to the mountain there in Mark 11, 22. He said, have faith in God. That means have the God kind of faith. And whoever says unto this mountain, uh, be thou removed and take up to the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that whatever he says shall come to pass, shall have whatever he says. Right. But it also talks about in verse 24, believe that you receive when you pray. Yes, ma'am. So we know that we speak to the mountain. We also know, according to John 16, that we can pray to the Father. Yes. Is it John 16? We'll, we'll go there in a minute. You got John 14 that talks about Jesus said to say or claim. But then you got John 16 that talks about praying to the Father, both in the name of Jesus. So you can claim in Jesus' name, or you can pray to the Father, but you believe that you receive. And also, when you have an impartation by the Spirit, you believe that you receive. Well, why do you have to do that? Because anything that you get, you have to receive. If I go to the gas station and put the little spout out there and get some gas, I have to receive it. Okay? Anything in life that you take, you're receiving. So when you pray to the Father, when you claim it by faith, and when you have an impartation that's being ministered to you, which is not prayer, you still receive. All right? Just make that real clear. Amen. So. Let's just, I want you to write this down. John 14, 12 through 14. John 14, 12 through 14. Most surely I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father and whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now the word ask means to ask, call, or to what? Require, ask, call, or require. In the context of this, he is not talking about prayer to the Father. So what he is saying here is require in my name. Claim in my name. But then you go to John 16, 23 through 24. So you've got to look at the context. 
of what the word ask means. John 16, 23, he's actually talking about praying to the Father there. Verse 20, and why do we have to pray to the Father and why do we have to claim in Jesus' name? Because Jesus isn't here. He left and sent the Holy Spirit in his place and his name, that's what we use. Just like a policeman with a badge. If you, you know, if uh, he tells you to cross the street, you can do that. Why? Because he's got a badge. Jesus is the one that we can actually cross the street of healing in his name. All right? Because he's got the badge. Amen. We use his name is what I'm trying to say. Now, John 16, verse 23. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until, you, uh, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. So again, we have to look at the context of what that means. It's talking about, it's talking about asking the Father. We don't demand the Father. See, Dad Hagen brings this out, and I think it's a good point. We do not go to the Father and say, I require, I claim this from you. No, we just ask. So that's what it's teaching us to do. We either go and claim or we speak to the mountain. Yes. And really, you're telling the devil to take his hands off of it. Okay? That's really what you're doing there. Well, you're not telling God to take his hands off of anything. You're, you're actually, if you go to prayer to the Father, you're, uh, you're just asking him to release that to you. And you have it by faith. But here's another um, amazing thing to learn Let's say that somebody called you up at the bank and they said, Aunt so-and-so left you a house, all right? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. It's my house? Yes, it's your house. All you have to do is come and get it. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's already mine? Yeah. Yes, it's already yours. Just come and sign on the, sign on the, the line there. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I'll do that. So you go and, and you sign on the line. They give you the paper, the name of Jesus. <laughs> you got the paper. You take it by faith. In the, in the name of that paper, you have that house. But you got to have the paper. Well, the Bible tells you in Jesus' name, you have healing and health. In Jesus' name, you have whatever you need. So did you have to beg for the house did you have to ask for the house it was already your house there may be things you need to particularly or specifically ask for and but i'm saying that really jesus was telling them a principle you can claim and what are you doing you're telling the devil to take his hands off of it but more specifically you may come to the lord and say father i just ask you for this particular thing you can even ask for healing. But let me tell you something. God allows you to do that. But you already are healed. So I, I guess a little line under that is, why are you asking for something you already have? Receive it by faith. Claim it by faith. Devil, take your hands off my body. In Jesus' name, I call my leg healed. I call my throat healed. I call my thyroid healed. I call my head healed. All right? And if you're led by the Spirit and there's a charged anointing and you've got, a, you've got Brother Terry Mize and he's anointed. And he'll be talking about miracles and he'll be talking about things that are happening and maybe he'll call something out. I would hope that you brought your friend that wasn't saved. Because I believe that as we bring people that aren't saved or young Christians... That, uh, that's going to get them these miraculous things. But maybe the Spirit of God leads you. Okay, that's for you. Maybe he calls out your specific situation. Or maybe you're like, well, you know what? I went last week and pastor laid hands on me. Or I was in the hospital, they laid hands on me. I, I'm good. I, I know I'm healed. It's working in me. I know it. I know the atmosphere's charged. This is wonderful. Lord, I thank you. So many times what I do in that instance is, thank you, Lord, it's working. Yeah. 
I thank you for the miraculous that's working in this place. I thank you that you're working on the behalf of people. And Lord, I call my body healed and whole. And I partake of the anointing in this place. And I thank you that I'm the healed of the Lord. I'm whole in Jesus' name. And maybe the Spirit of God rises up. Well, he just called that out. Just go on up and receive an impartation. But you, you don't need to pray again for it. You got to know, I already received it by faith. I know who I am in Christ. I'm already the healed of the Lord. I already received my healing along that line. But I'll go forward and receive an impartation. Does that help you? Amen. Amen. James 5.14. James 5.14. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man man avails. Now, I wrote something out, and I really like the way that I wrote it. (laughs) So so I'm just going to read this. So let's look at the book of James. The apostle James was most likely the head pastor of Jerusalem. You understand that? As a pastor, he understood how honoring the elders of the church, pastoral staff, was directly tied to receiving their healing by faith. So in James 5, 14, 15, which we just read, right? In James 5, 14, 15, he addressed the leadership of the churches which were scattered abroad and taught them uh, about laying hands on the sick believers and anointing them with oil. Oil that represented the healing anointing of God. In this passage, James was not talking about a special ministry anointing to heal. He was, and let me say that again. James was not talking about a special ministry anointing to heal. In the passage we just read that says, Is anyone sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let him pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith. And the prayer of faith. And the prayer of faith will save him. It's not talking about ministry to the sick there. But let's, let's go on. James was not talking about a special ministry anointing to heal. Rather, he was talking about the elders of the church laying hands on believers by the prayer of faith. These elders, pastors, or fivefold ministers in the church may not have had an endowment of the special healing anointing to minister to the sick like Jesus ministered to James and his other disciples. Customarily, when someone became sick in the church, the elders would use a vial of the oil, which represented the anointing. They would apply a small amount of the oil on the forehead or the, of the sick during the process of laying hands on them, and they would simply pray the prayer of faith unless they were endowed with a special healing anointing. Faith was needed by both parties, the ministry gift office and the sick believer. But the minister did not always necessarily have a particular anointing. James addressed the elders or ministerial leadership of the church in this passage. But as we have said, any believer can lay hands on the sick by the prayer of faith or agreement with another believer. And we know that by Matthew 18, 19, 20, don't we? That says, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, ask, call for, require, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So there are times when pastors will call somebody up or a minister will call somebody up. And I don't really see it very much. There are some denominations, I think, that still in the full gospel church, I think sometimes they use the vial of oil. I know my pastor uh, back in the full gospel church used that. And it represented the anointing, but I never heard that my pastor had a special anointing. He never talked about having an anointing with his hands. Maybe he didn't know if he did or not. I'm not sure. But we just, we just went forward and received by faith. The prayer of faith. So there's a difference between the prayer of faith that you receive in faith. What? By the anointing within. And then there's a ministry that's upon. So you got a, you've got uh, the prayer of faith and you draw on the anointing within. You've got in the midst two or three people. You just, in Jesus' name, you receive by faith. But then you've got anointing upon that you can minister in a ministry gift or somebody who's endowed with that uh, would minister that way and you receive that by faith. 
Amen. Amen. But you go your way thanking God. What? That you only have the anointing that was ministered to you? No, that you have the anointing that was ministered to you, but you are a child of God with the anointing within, and you are the healed of the Lord. So I am a great believer in the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. And I don't know if you know this, but we taught the... I hope they still do it, the worship team to lay hands on the chairs because there's cloth on those chairs. Remember Paul? They brought him handkerchiefs and healing miracles took place. Yeah. And we lay hands on these chairs and we thank God that the anointing ministers to people. We thank God that the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. We thank God that there's revival taking place in our midst. Signs and wonders are wrought in Jesus' name according to Acts 4. That he stretches forth his hand to heal and that signs and wonders are wrought in Jesus' name. We have that. And it's growing. And, and as we yield to the spirit of prayer, we see those things. So let's just remember that we are already the healed of the Lord. We need to get in the word and find out who we are in Christ and what we have in our redemption. What is that? We're redeemed from spiritual death. We are redeemed from sickness and disease. We are redeemed uh, from poverty and lack. We need to find out about our angels and allow them to work with us in not only prosperity, but also in bringing body parts and doing whatever we need. Amen. My, 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 it's oh, my, my, my. It's an anointing in here that is stronger than a masuku shandalamahotaya. It's stronger. And it will grow stronger as we say it will grow stronger. I want you to stand up in this place today and in honor, just lift your hands. In honor. Thank you, Lord, for the angelic ministry. Say that with me. Thank you, Lord, for the angelic ministry. We allow them to work in our midst to bring what we need, to minister for us, to minister through us. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you that the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage in this place. It's happening. It's happening before our eyes, signs and wonders and miracles. And we need to know how to draw them to this place and receive from the ministry gifts that are coming that I'm bringing to this place. So start yielding to the spirit in prayer and call forth the things that I ask you to call forth and you shall see revival, you shall see the signs and the wonders according to my word, even in the book of Acts, but you will see greater things as you see it and say it. So believe me for more. Honor me for more. Honor the ministry gifts for more. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage in this place. Now, what I'm going to do here, what I'm going to do here, because I, I sense this in my spirit, Pastor Ike, what are you endowed with? What's the Lord? Use you. Growths. Growths. Yep. Um, insomnia. Insomnia. Growths. Insomnia. If you have growths of any sort, if you have insomnia that you're dealing with, the Lord dealt with me. I, I, unless the Lord showed me, I, I didn't have it in my heart. Uh, pastor Jay has something, of course. You know, he's the pastor. But I just I, I saw that by the Spirit that Pastor Ike would minister to those. And I want you to know the angels are here already. They're here. So 
If you are dealing with insomnia or growths, I want you to come forward. If, if you're so led by the Spirit, maybe you've been ministered to in that area before, but if you have it in your heart to come and partake of the anointing that's on his ministry office in these two areas, come forward and he's going to minister to you. And unless we have something else, we will turn it over to Pastor Jay. Receive healing from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I transmit the healing power into this cloth so that when it's placed on the sick, every growth dries up and the rest and peace of God will come into that body restoring and rebuilding in the name of Jesus hallelujah time has come for you to stand into greater places <laughs> greater places It'll be easier for you. <laughs> oh, in the past, you know, you walked and walked and walked to get there, but it'll be just easy. <laughs> Says the Spirit of the Lord. So enjoy. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Speak to that. How do you say that? Yeah, speak to I curse it in Jesus' name. Come into order in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come into order. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. I see, it's like, I, you know how arteries run? It's like two like this. The angels just come pull this out, just pull it out like this and say, it will flow different now. It will flow different now. It will, it will no longer mix. It will no longer mix and cause you that pain back there. Glory. Does that make sense? Praise God. It's good to be in church, isn't it? Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 
want you to speak to the camera and minister to those two areas as well. For those of you that are watching, the Bible tells us that himself took. This is opportunity for you to release faith in what he did. So in the name of Jesus, I send the word to you. Be thou made whole in Jesus' name. Growth, I command you to dry up and be withered away in Jesus' name. And I release the healing power of God to come into your body right now. Where you are, dissipating every symptom and bringing the comfort that is of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Healing, it is the children's bread. These are words that Jesus said. And it's by faith that we receive. So say it's mine. I have healing. It is the children's bread. These are words that Jesus said. It's by faith that we receive. So say it's mine. I take it now. Say it's mine. So say it's mine. I take it now and just receive from that anointing the impartation of the anointing even this the the corporate anointing that's in here now say it's mine I have it now healing it is the children's bread these are words that Jesus said and it's by faith that we receive. So say it's mine. I take it now. Say it's mine. I take it now. Oh, say it's mine. Oh, say it's mine. In the word of God, it's written. Jesus bore my sicknesses and disease. So say it's mine. I take it now. There's angelic ministry working in this place. There's angelic ministry working in this place. So I would just say, lift your hands up and say, thank you, Lord, for the anointing. Well, Pastor Debbie, this is just a Wednesday service, you know, and we don't have a guest speaker. And oh, uh, no, 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 no. The anointing came in here and the angels of God came in this place to minister to people tonight. So I'm just saying right now, say it's mine. I have it now. Whatever you need, say, Lord, I take impartations. I take impartations of the anointing ministering to my body. Father, we take it by faith, but we take impartations. We thank you for the anointing. We thank you for angelic ministry that is ministering body parts, ministering healing and health, ministering to hearts, ministering to the physiological brain. Oh, say it's mine. Oh, say it's mine. It's by faith that I receive, so say it's mine, I take it now, hallelujah, thank you Lord. Hallelujah. There's somebody, I don't even know if you know what it is. It's possible you don't unless you've been to a doctor. You've had calcification 
of, of some, some internal organs, and I don't even understand that. It doesn't make sense to my mind. I've, I've never heard that discussed. I'm not a medical doctor. But if that means anything to anybody here, raise your hand. Some sort of calcification, some sort of heart. The doctor might have called it hardening of something, hardening of something, some sort of, I don't know, could be arteries or tissues or something like that. If that's you out there and you're listening by the live stream, I release the anointing into your body. To, to, to soften and, and to demineralize and cause that part of your body to be normal, pliable, that it might function as it's supposed to in Jesus' name. I, I command those mineral deposits to be dissolved in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us know. And on the live stream, let us know that's you and that you took that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Thank God for the word tonight. Thank God for the anointing tonight. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> you know, you can get in the flow in your own house and create an atmosphere where the Spirit of God can move just, just in your own house. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, honey. Praise God. I'm glad I came tonight. Sure beats sitting at home working on something, some project or something. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, John G. Lake in uh, Spokane, Washington, he was in Africa for a while, but he came back to Spokane, Washington, and started a healing home. He, he set up a healing home, and he had healing, ministered healing all week long. They had a church also, but he ministered healing all week long. And they had so many signs and wonders and miracles that Spokane, Washington was, was named the healthiest city in America. And they said one of the main reasons is because of John G. Lake's healing home. Well, why don't we have that in Cedar Rapids, Iowa? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord called, uh, the Lord, whenever we were praying at the back of the beginning, when the daycare started, the Lord called the healing, I mean, the, the uh, daycare, a healing center for children. Praise God. All you workers are a part of that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. But uh, right here at Spirit of Faith Family Church, you can tell people, hey, you got a terminal case, you got a situation, there's a healing anointing down at our church, and it flows, it works. And besides that, you can learn how to just lay hold of it by faith. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Don't be ashamed. The Bible said we're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You know, everybody, everybody, you know, well, so, let me put it this way. Some people, they're the believers, they're Christians, but they're against divine healing until they, the doctor said, I can't help you anymore. Then they're like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. <laughs> some of them are, but some, many of them are. Amen. So get the word out. Tell people about it. Glory to God. It's going to come to pass. What I saw, they're going to have stretchers back here. It's so, so, it's so well known in the city. That this is a church where there's healing and miracles. We'll have stretchers in the back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 